I have something to say. There's a very famous line which is called the survival of the fittest. Now, uh, I being an actor, I'm also a medical practitioner. I studied cardiology. And as an actor, I've always advocated less makeup, simpler ways of life to all the people who would follow me, for example. But say I take my own example. Today I want to go and live in a forest. I will only ask one thing, and that is my security. Security of if I will survive or not. That's all. Only that will be my question at that time. Otherwise, I'll manage. But the security of my survival by the conditions that I will be in. What am I supposed to get as an answer for that? Will I survive if I decide to go at these places where maybe people have not been or tried to live for too long? I'm sure today people have tried to live a life away from cities and stuff, yes. But what if I go in a path where nobody has gone and I'm living there? I will only be concerned for my security. No, actually, degrowth does not mean that we necessarily have to go to the jungle and wipe out all civilization and uh, dump all technology away. No, that, that's not really the thing. It merely means sustainability. Huh? Act in a way that is sustainable. The kind of resources we are using today the earth simply does not have enough to provide for us. If the entire population of the world makes as much use of resources as the average American individual, we will need 17 of planets like ours. 17 earths is what we need. From where will we get all that? Do we have the, those minerals? Do we do we have uh, even fossil fuels are going to run out, right? They are anyway going to run out. Why not? Why not develop uh, better technologies? Why not wean yourself away from them? So minimalism is not about uh, getting rid of even the things that really mean something to you that really are essential. It means minimize what is inessential. And in the process, probably maximize what is essential. So minimalism is actually good news. It does not mean that you have to go to the extreme of reducing your consumption to zero. Even animals in the jungle, they do consume. Even animals, uh, you know, adapt physical nature to an extent so that it suits their needs. Haven't we seen, for example, um, dogs dig up the earth? When, when, when it's uh, quite hot, even in some sense, they are, uh, they are modifying the landscape to suit their needs. Birds build nests. So we too are entitled to build homes for ourselves. But we are not entitled to go absolutely crazy. We cannot make homes that are going to implode. We cannot do things that are self-defeating. After all, whatever we do is for the sake of our own welfare, is it not? We want to do good to ourselves. But what if that which you are doing is so mindless that it is another step towards our own destruction? That's the thing that we need to think about. Climate change is actually a crisis of consumption. It's just that the common man is anyway not in a position to consume a lot. He has an, the intention to consume a lot, definitely, but not in a position. Given a chance, uh, he would binge on consumption, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Total glutton. Huh? But the one 
youths who are actually in a position to consume today they are the ones who are contributing in a big big way and they they ought to be stopped in their tracks there need to be regulations there need to be taxes uh, and um, when they are stopped that would also uh, send the right message to the common population because they are the ones admired as role models if they are stopped not only are they stopped they also need to be kind of publicly censored or reprimanded for the kind of irresponsible lifestyles they are not only living but actively advertising to others what they today do there up there becomes the aspiration of millions of peoples down here hmm? so if we want to change these people it has to stop for, start from there uh, it's just that even if it has to start from there these people have to raise a big clamor today's children the moment they come out of the womb they want a telephone i mean that's how they are right i don't know if they are enlightened enough or they have the consciousness enough to be taught or to accept these things that okay our forefathers left us this life the future kin are already in the mood to go way beyond consumption that we can even imagine they have exceeded already at the at that age today two three year olds don't want to have you know i don't know simple things which we were given when we were two and three they want to have gadgets and technology and they want to consume way more than we ever consumed so how do you increase the consciousness or give them the you know collectively make them appreciate a lot more even the information that you're providing even this that we are doing here is a collective exercise in education so it's education that matters a lot huh? what we are saying here will will go to a lot of people the kids can be trained either way we have both the things present uh, within ourselves the the tendency to uh, to be ignorant of who we are what would really satisfy us what would uh, make us joyful and therefore choose the wrong means towards gratification that tendency definitely exists huh? the tendency of ignorance the lack of self knowledge that definitely exists equally the potential to know to realize hmm? you you tell the kid something that the kid didn't know of and she looks at you wide eyed huh <laughs> you see there there is something within the kid that was waiting to be awakened the curiosity ah and it's not as if the kid is very resistant to the truth in fact nobody likes to be lied to truth is something we all love right does anybody like a deceiver who keeps hiding facts to you who does not tell the truth to you nobody likes that so there is something within us that loves the truth and it's present right since when we are an infant so if you tell these things to them and if you can tell these things to them in an interesting way in a far more interesting way than we have managed here especially <laughs> me huh? so i've i'm a bad storyteller in that sense but if we can manage to be more interesting to our to our kids and tell them these things and and show them that the bird that's there huh? we are killing her both actively and passively if wow, we can if we can uh, 
the kid might not uh, really comprehend numbers and correlations and coefficients and stats but the kid definitely knows the bird and if you tell the kid that what we are doing is killing the bird and the bird will soon no more be there hmm? not only will the bird no more be there even the possibility of more birds will vanish the tree itself won't be there and the temperatures would get so bad that the entire species of the of the the bird would be extinct it would mean a lot to the kid lot to the kid i know of kids they 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 saw one of those government sponsored uh, uh, visuals that told that if you chew tobacco you get uh, cancer and the kid successfully managed to make his uh, grandfather quit tobacco and the grandfather was um, habituated to tobacco since decades but the kid successfully managed that so kids have a lot of power because they have not been uh, yet yeah yet yet terribly socially conditioned yeah. so that's the reason why in my endeavors i try to reach out to young people as much as possible kids i do not have much access to them but young people uh, i mean so, so I, I, and they are the ones because who will be the worst sufferers right? right the older ones would be gone the the tragedy would blow up um, in all its uh, disastrous effects in another 10 20 years mm? so the ones who are born let's say around or after the year 2000 in this century they'll be the ones to take all the impact on their chests it's going to be very very bad for them very bad for them temperature rainfall humidity uh, mental state economic welfare everything would suffer in a way we are not even imagining today because we are being distracted towards a lot of inconsequential things we are being made to think of that which does not matter look at how the mainstream media and the social media everything is brimming with mindless entertainment and that is crowding out the real issues that must come to us nobody is talking of the real things whereas this is going to hit you so hard so hard I mean what do you think when all this will happen mental health will will remain okay no in fact it would have an effect even on social relationships you know uh, that's another piece of data men are far more inclined to dismiss climate change than women and men are responsible many many times for climate change than women so the aspect of patriarchy too is involved here it's considered manly for example to burn burn fuel burn this burn that have the burning tip right huh, in the middle of your lips so 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 that aspect too is involved here then there is race that's involved here the white man is far more responsible for this and not only that the company is run by the white man we are talking of uh, bp um, shell here they are dumping 
all their uh, waste and and a lot of the ill effects of their carbon on people of color so everything is going to blow up because everything is at stake we think no only the temperature will rise a bit so what will we do we'll we'll adjust our air conditioners how does that matter or we'll find another planet or we'll <laughs> just kidding sorry no no that's very important <laughs> the fellow is a big role model <laughs> the fellow is a big role model and he's saying climate change does not matter he's saying we rather need to have more kids we need to procreate do this do that this population explosion is at the core of climate change because it is so much in line with the philosophy of having more just as you want to have more furniture you also want to have more kids and the super rich have thrice the number of kids as the average individual the average couple i wanted to ask you that was exactly going to be my question 2018 19 this is a very personal thing but my wife and i were discussing 11 years of marriage we need to plan a kid and i was not in for having a kid and my wife was we need to have at least one kid because i was constantly contemplating over ethics of having a kid not just from the aspect that hey we are going to be producing another consumer so i was thinking here's the massive amount of contribution that i'm going to create like do for climate change contribution but then also bringing a kid in this kind of a world where there's so much mental stress so much of this happening so i wanted to get your sense because there's also this constant think of us human race also surviving if we don't procreate how are we going to survive so so many of these things that happened just just to today lost. just today just today if you look at the newspapers china eh, she's in pink he says china needs uh, more kids so we are going to tweak with policy so that china has more kids otherwise it's going to interfere with economic growth we need more hands more workers more young people and if we don't have kids all we have all of that so you see i used to have this position till around 4 5 years back kindly desist from having any kids at all it's just that we want people to be cooperative and being in public life i have learned that if we take extreme positions what we get is extreme reactions the blowback is uh, is not useful at all so if you tell people uh, that if you want to be on the right side of climate activism then you must not have any kids then they just just drift away from all climate discussions altogether okay. they say if we get into it huh, we will be prohibited from having kids so better say have one kid that's okay that's far you know because even having one kid would mean effectively would mean population decline yeah. if a man and a woman have just one kid that is largely okay that is largely okay if you have no kids obviously that's wonderful but that's a personal thing a very very intimate thing and not an advice one can dispense you know mm. i cannot tell my neighbors not to have any kids <laughs> but i can advise them not to have too many of them stop at one please stop at one and if you are too crazy about having kids all right at the cost of feeling guilty and and feeling guilty your entire life go for two hmm? go for two so, so i do not want anybody to have two kids <laughs> nobody should have two kids 
but when i say you may have two kids it is to bring in line those people who plan to have five because there are people who think that unless they have a full nest life is not worth living and the fullness to me to them means lots of cars lots of furniture and lots of kids and lots of zeros in their bank balance you know more is better more is better just have more 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 the same lack of philosophical depth so just have one kid that's but, okay. but somewhere or the other it will totally depend on the economy right for example in japan there is a lot of population jo ki that, that are very aged right so they need kids so even if we start having one kid then there will be a point when the population pyramid will be like we have a lot of old old people then we will be like we need to have more kids no, so there are a lot of old people then then like the population will be like the younger generation will be very less so so we will need more young people to yeah something is 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 less the numbers are not there so why do you need more people where is there is a philosophical disconnect here logical disconnect yes in the population pyramid right you, the the proportion of youngsters has reduced now why does it need to increase then who will work the work why do you need to work the workforce will need people right to sustain the 80% of britons say that their work does not meaningfully contribute to the world at all the ones who have understood life they are talking about reducing work hours as much as possible what is this obsession with work do you understand its philosophical basis what you are saying is unless i i work how will i get more and more and more why do you need to work so much is life there to slog and if you have to slog slog for the right reasons why do you need to just work work and work you know we have to uphold the economy why do you have to uphold the economy why do you have to uphold the economy how is the economy a holy cow what's so what's so sacred about the economy please tell me do you want welfare or do you want economics and economics is not necessarily contributing to welfare we'll need to take this head on it's all right to not have great gdp it's all right not to have great income i'm not saying that uh, you should rush towards bankruptcy no don't quote me in an extreme sense but i'm asking you how is it important to have scorching pace of economic development how let it be there fine you 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 are doing well at this moment do you really bother how much money do you have there is something more important something far more engrossing going on and all those thoughts are not there all those thoughts come to you when this thing is not there this is what is sacred that is not sacred that at most is a facilitator that helps you buy these cameras but is it these cameras that we live for no if we do not have this these cameras are meaningless what is important this discussion or the money that buys these cameras and remember were we not obsessed with money as a society were we not that obsessed we wouldn't have needed to record this on camera even these cameras are needed because the rest of the society is obsessed with money otherwise the four of us can happily have a sweet intimate conversation here sip some tea and then spend the afternoon pleasantly as nicely as possible right that would be a great way to spend an afternoon so uh, the philosophy and the purpose of life according to this would mean khao piyo ash karo aur thodi baat cheet kar lo as trivial as it sounds please tell me what's wrong with that yeah, please tell me what in fact when you gather a lot of money that's exactly the end that you want to achieve 
the ones who have dumped millions into their accounts is this the state not what they have dumped that money for dumped in the sense of gathered ultimately that's what you want khao piyo ash karo and if that can happen even with a reasonable amount of money not an extraordinary level of money what's wrong with that what's wrong with that khao piyo ash karo and have great conversations sit like this talk wonder meditate have some compassion let a little bird come here sit and participate but what's like wrong if, with all of that people would have started thinking like this say like 30 years back hmm. then maybe we not we might not be having the things that we already have right now say the ac i know you will say that in that case maybe ac ki zarurat hi nahi hoti but like where is that stopping and ki we can think of that ki this is the point where we can like chill listen kid it's not the air conditioner that's really a problem right Do you know how badly we use air conditioners? Do you understand that? Do you see how how we use air conditioners even when there is no need? I know of people who put the AC at eighteen in the month of May in New Delhi, right? And then sleep under two layers of quilts. <laughs> <laughs> I know of people who want to enjoy both the 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 feel of fresh air and air conditioning. So long distances, huh? Mumbai to Goa, they would cover with the AC on, AC on full blast, and the pains are lowered. Lowered. I need to have the best of both worlds. <laughs> so so don't take it to extremes. we are not talking of not having the internet at all we are not talking of having no clothes to wear we are talking of being sensible right. and sensibly we can be sustainable no you <clears throat> she was wondering yesterday why does bombay have so few suvs you have luxury cars here not so many suvs i said because the value system is different Delhi. If you are somebody, you need to show it off by having a fortuner. You know, it's muscular. Do you see the patriarchy there? And that's the land of patriarchy. Bombay is a bit more feminine, at least more balanced. So people don't feel the need to have huge trucks. You know, fortuners, this, that. So you have more Mercs here, BMWs here. Not saying that everybody must have a Merc or a BMW. Not not saying that. but just pointing out how our consumption is driven by our false values that consumption is not driven by our real needs but by our false values real needs i'm all in favor of addressing them right you need a vaccine we must have an industrial complex to develop vaccines you need computers we we must have all the technological growth possible we must be able to launch satellites we must be able to go to other planets it's the intention i'm talking of are you going there to exploit that planet or are you going to know that planet hmm? what is science for to know or to have exploitative technology you get into the core of the atom to have nuclear energy which is which is clean or to have a hiroshima the intention is what i'm talking of we we need to know who we are why we exist and that's when we'll be able to 
put some limit to our lust for consumption. Wow. 